I truly feel confident that it's what my body needs and so grateful to give it what it needs in order to perform optimally, body, mind, and spirit. Welcome to My Runner's Mind, where we run with gratitude towards a life of happiness and gratefulness. I'm your host, Stina Turgeon, and I believe that as runners, we're uniquely positioned to choose gratitude over negativity. Running itself is so badass, and each run offers multiple opportunities to turn a potentially negative thought or feeling into a positive one. Tune in as I'll share behind the scenes of what goes into my 12-week program, My Runner's Mind, which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi friends, runners. Maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner. Maybe you ask yourself if you're really a runner. Either way, welcome to episode 23. This week, we're talking about taking a pause from running and the benefit for your body, the benefit for your mind. And can you identify as a runner if you take a pause from running? I think so often our identities are created from what we do. So what's a runner to do if she's taking a pause from running? Was she still a runner then? In the past, when I've done it, I've thought of myself as a rehabbing runner and a returning runner. I feel the adjectives rehabbing and returning help me stay present to the moment when I wasn't necessarily running, yet anchored me in my identity as a runner. Kind of a run the season you're in. This week, I haven't been running at all. I started noticing achiness in my right chin over the last three to four weeks. Not while I was running, but throughout the day. And it wasn't super painful, which is why I didn't call it quits sooner. But seeing that my first marathon is only six months away, I'm eager to go into this training cycle feeling strong. So I decided to take a week off from running and see a PT as well. I paused my training plan. And this week, I've been reflecting on how okay I felt about this decision. How truly okay. I truly feel confident that it's what my body needs and so grateful to give it what it needs in order to perform optimally, body, mind, and spirit. And I thought this would be a good podcast topic because... I know so many runners feel stressed out when they're unable to run. After all, that's what we do, right? We're runners, runners run. We feel stressed for a variety of reasons, I think. Stressed about not meeting the training goal, whether it's distance or speed. That's a pretty common one. Obviously, not being able to race at all would be a stressor. For me, a common stressor used to be around not being able to exercise. And that's really what I want to touch on today. Pausing exercise in the past for me used to be associated with fear and anxiety over not burning calories or slacking off and worrying that I wouldn't get back to where I used to be. 
Can you see how stuck I was in a scarcity mindset when it came to my body? Exercise, because this was before my running days, but you can insert running here if this applies to you. Exercise basically served the purpose of burning calories in a body I felt didn't cooperate with the body image I desired. Does this resonate with you, runner friend? If not, I'm spending a whole episode on something that might not resonate with my listeners. But in all honesty, we're conditioned to view running or exercise in the context of burning calories, losing weights, etc. It makes sense then that it's a negative enforcer. I was stuck on this hamster wheel for most of my life until the last few years. I didn't just quit looking at the scale and stop worrying about how many calories I was eating and burning from one day to the next. It was a process. It started with learning to appreciate what my body was able to do for me. So for me, that became about workouts. For instance, number of push-ups, number of pull-ups, number of squats, etc. Learning to appreciate how my body was getting stronger became the focus and rather than the focus on the amount of calories that my body was burning. So over time, I slowly made friends with my body. And through mindset work, over time, I started to make friends with my mind. I learned that my results are created from my feelings, and that my feelings are caused by my thoughts, not what's going on around me or from other people in my life. I distinctly remember about almost two and a half years ago when it was so obvious to me that rather than venting a problem to a close girlfriend to seek a response or feedback, I now preferred and trusted my own advice more. This realization was associated with so much peace, calm, and confidence. I can't even describe it. If you're wondering about ways to switch out of a scarcity mindset, if you're recognizing that you're in a scarcity mindset when it comes to running and exercise, my recommendation would be to make it about more than just the calorie burn, right? For instance, make it about what your body can do for you. And other ideas could be make it about a race, for instance, in running. Make it about something social. And of course, my personal favorite is make it about filling something within yourself so that you run towards something, towards a feeling of something rather than away from something. All right, runner friend, this is it for this week's podcast. I hope it brought some thoughts and ideas to the surface for you and that it gives you inspiration to how you can give yourself what you need. Let me know in comments if this episode resonated with you and I'll see you for our next run next week. Take care. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world just one run at a time.